So you saw this movie last night, am I right? Yes, I saw this one, and I, uh, ironically enough, I saw the 2013 remake last night as well. Was it like a double feature, or you just felt like it? No, I, was, uh, I showed, I watched it with my sister. The original 2013 one? Not the original 2013 one, that's a remake. Well, I mean the one from 2013, not the... wordings aside, um... What's called? Do you do the twenty thirteen one? So bloody, like it's like. Oh yeah, brutal. I forgot how fucking bloody it was. Not just bloody though, like it's bloody and brutal. Like, the well, this gore. one's pretty brutal as well. I mean, you're this one is pretty brutal, but like nothing will make me cringe more than when uh, the girl has the knife and like cuts her like tongue in half. Oh yeah, my sister was fucking squirming at that I was part. Like, oh fuck. <laughs> You son of a bitch. You did it. Yeah. Uh, oh, you should probably do the intro for this one. All right. Hey, everybody. This is Fernando from the Rollback Podcast. And today we are reviewing the 2023. Is it a remake or is it a continuation? Uh, It's a, it's a sequel? Requel? Sequel? It, it's a requel because so... They're hoping that this movie will like kickstart like an anthology franchise where it's like they can do one every couple, every one every like two to three years. Okay, so let's say soft reboot. Yeah, the soft reboot, Evil Dead Rise. I always thought it was Rising. I don't know why I thought it was Rising. I was thought it was the Evil Dead Rise, but eh, whatever. So uh, Eddie, kick it off. Oh, man. Uh, so, I mean, to start, this movie was made with the blessing and the help, actually, of Sam Raimi and um, ah, who's the guy that plays Ash? Uh, Campbell? What's his first name? He was a uh, what? Bruce, uh, Bruce Campbell. Oh, um, Bruce Campbell? Yeah. He was one, uh, an EP, executive producer? Yeah, him and, bo- him and Sam Raimi both were executive producers on this one. This movie had fully had their blessing like they were like apparently the director was very respectful about being like hey i want to do this but only if you guys are cool with it and they kind of appreciated that that Um, makes sense um so they were executive producers in it um and god damn this movie like it's off the wall It's it's very reminiscent of the original feel even the 2013 remake, that feel as well. Yeah. Because, the, I mean, I guess to start, like, the, the atmosphere and the filter, like, this movie looks very grungy, but, like, in a good way. It, it, it has that look of, like, an early 2000s horror film, but it earns it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of the kids? What do you think of the family? Um, I thought it was good. Is that Was that Billie Jean? Uh, what's her face from the fucking that Hulu show about uh Rose, the one that kills the mom because she was making her sick? No, no, I know what you're talking about. Uh, it looks like her. Uh, Billy King. Yeah. No, no, that's not her. You're right though. It, it, like it, it does look like her. Let me see. But uh, no, I mean, I I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, it's very reminiscent of the old school style of horror of slasher films and i i'm i very much love those type of movies um more so than like the new age uh like a24 uh it reminds me of um 
who said the joke? Or they're like, uh, boys will fuck you up. Girls are fucked up. <laughs> uh, like, the old school movies are, will, are fucked up. Like, the, the slashing, the blood, the gore, they're fucked up. Yeah. But the, the new school, like, A24 horror-type movies are, like, they want you to just be, like, like just mentally incapacitated <laughs> after the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no. like, all right, dude, I don't want to <laughs> go through, like, a fucking mental... Uh, a mental bullshit after this movie. Yeah, you don't wanna. You don't have to go to, uh, call your therapist right after and be like, "Hey, man, we need a session this Friday." Exactly. Um, <laughs> fair, fair. I mean, I think this movie was a good cross between because they fucked you up mentally and like emotionally. It wasn't like a jump scare fest. Like, there's only like two jump scares that I counted in like the whole movie. I honestly didn't notice any jump scares at all. Everything was very like you knew what was gonna happen. Everything was coming up front. And it was still terrifying. Um, well, these poor kids. So, like, the movie, it doesn't even get to, like, the Necronomicon and the possession until, like, halfway through. The first half of the film mm -hmm. is establishing the relationships between all the all the characters, mainly Beth and Elle. Beth being the, uh, the guitar tech who rolls into town after she finds out she's pregnant. And mm -hmm. Elle, like, the recently separated slash divorced mother of three. Mm -hmm. Has to find a new house. So yeah, it's mainly surrounding them, and they're a bit estranged. Oh yeah, uh, estranged. Um, yeah, uh, I thought, I thought the dynamic was pretty good. the The intro kind of, I was kind of thrown off by, mm -hmm. like the the very beginning when they're at the that cabin. No, the lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is, I was like, where are we going with this? But, uh, I mean, overall, I was like, oh, it's, uh, aside from like that, just being a little odd, like it was actually really good. I liked it. Yeah. Um, uh, I like the kids, honestly, like they, I guess the, the movie did the work of making you like the characters before you start like being scared that they're going to die, which is, I mean, that's writing one on one, but it works. Like mm -hmm. I like. I liked uh, the sisters. I liked um, all three of the kids. Like they're all uh, good kids, seemingly. You know, no no problems, no issues. And then we get the curiosity killed the cat part, where um, it's kind of like a callback to the original, where there's an earthquake. Well, the original was an earthquake, but they find a secret entrance to a basement, and that's when you start poking around and you find the not the Necronomicon. The Naturum de Manto, which is apparently one of three books. The Necronomicon is one of them, apparently. Oh, okay. So that's where it's just like, it's not a reboot. It's more like a soft reboot. Yeah. Cause I'm, cause it, it's going to bring in the 2013 remake. It might. Because apparently uh, in this one, they, uh, they can't, not canonize. They, they made, they re retconned a few things like one there's not one book there's three um so it's i mean and they want to make an anthology series where it's like a different film every few years maybe each one deals with a different book or different stories you know 
Yeah, and you know, when I was watching the 2013 one, there is differences about what each book was doing. Like this one, this book was more like that the demon was able to control multiple people at one time. Yeah. And the in the 2013 remake, it was more so that they became like zombies. Yeah. Well, also, it seemed like it was specifically targeting, like, the family. Like, that particular family. Because, like, there's other victims on the same floor. and But, oh, no, yeah, it's like, no. You, dude, that's a, dude, this movie... Well, that, gets the fucking eyeball down the throat. <laughs> dude, this movie had no problem killing kids whatsoever. No, no, look, he got fucking arms ripped off. Jesus. And then, um... And the other one got then the other kid gets slammed and it's just that whole people scene is kind of funny because the kid gets slammed he's dead and then the monsters get shot out of nowhere the guy's like i got this no you don't motherfucker no you do not what's funny about the evil dead movies is that one thing that you already if you're an evil dead fan or if you've seen any of the evil dead movies mm-hmm. you already know going in you're gonna see a chainsaw and a boomstick yeah I appreciated that though, man. Like they kept a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Um, there's also a lot of restraint in this movie because like they do the whole almost the whole film takes place in that one apartment, like mm-hmm. mostly. Which I mean, I, I think it kind of made it a little scarier uh, to me. I don't know. Like this is where we have to fight, but this is all we got. I, I don't know. I like that. Yeah, I liked it. Um, what do you think of the demon? Like once it possessed the mom. Um, I thought it was good. Uh, it really gave no chance for the mom to come back to life. Like you knew, like the mom was dead. Yeah, and even like I was like, I wonder if they're gonna kill the like the the kids, the brother and the sister. And they went that way, and they killed the brother and the sister as well. Yeah. Um, what's called the, way- the brother was a fucking moron. He was a good kid. He just. He made really stupid decisions. I agree with you. That his sister called him out on it, though. Like, let uh, me listen to this fucking name above. Stupid decisions, man. Stupid decisions. Um, but no, they the way the mom gets possessed is also really fucking brutal. Like, oh, her, how it fucking like, hey, no, not as brutal as Evil Dead twenty thirteen. No, but like there was the girl uh, takes a whole fucking vine into her no nose parts. No, no, okay. I'm not saying it's more brutal. What I'm saying is when she's tied in that weird way, when she's being choked out and everything, it like I don't know if you noticed, it snapped her arm all the way around. Yeah, I was like, ah, oh fuck that! Like that hurt yeah. so much worse. Um. But also, like, props to the actors, man. She plays, like, this mean, mean, like, mom villain really well. I think at one point she says, uh, what is it? Uh, you, what is it? You titty-sucking leeches are going to die now. Like, okay. All right. I did like the nonchalantness of the demon. You did Mommy's with the magnets now. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. I thought, I love the demons, like, uh. It kind of reminds me of the, like, because, uh, I mean, the 2013 remake is really just fresh in my head right now, yeah. but there's the part in the very beginning where they're doing the, the exorcism or a supposed exorcism on the chick. Yeah. And she's like, Daddy, 
I will eat your soul. Like, oh. still pretending to be the daughter, but, like, yeah. she's like, I will eat your soul. Yeah. I mean, man. Oh, man. Um. Oh! Hey! That's that's cool. So, Bruce Campbell actually cameoed in this movie. He had a voice cameo. He did? Yeah, he was part of the recordings. Uh, he, oh. was, he was one of the guys that was warning the priest, like, it's called the Book of the Dead for a reason, you fucking idiot. Yeah, he Wait, was on... I, don't, I don't remember. I'm gonna have he... to see it. I'm gonna Dur- have to see that clip, like whenever it's on illegal streaming. What's called? No, well, okay. So, do you remember the part where the kid like has like all those records and he puts the first one down and he's speeding toward through it? Yeah. Remember the, when they had an argument and he was like, "I want permission to 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 study the book." And like, oh yeah, and do, like the jeering in the back. Yeah, and it was like you fucking idiot. It's called the Book of the Dead for a reason. And this guy's like, nah, let me just get with my two friends. We'll be fine. It wouldn't be a Sam Raimi project without Bruce Campbell making a cameo. Which I always give Sam Raimi props for that. He always has his buddies uh, in his movies. I mean, he, it's his day one. It, I think Bruce Campbell is one of his like day oneers. Like, yeah, he he knew him since college. That's why he did uh, Evil Dead with him. That makes sense. I think Evil Dead was like his first like major. Oh, wait. He was in a few of his other movies before that. Yeah. It was just huh. that Evil Dead became a cult classic. Huh. Oh, good for him. I'm glad they always stayed friends. That's good. Uh, well, what's it called? Yeah, this kid's fucking makes some stupid-ass decisions. Oh, yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. I understand Curiosity killed the cat, but also, like, that first record should have been enough for you to be like, mm, I think I can I sell this. Let me not uh, look at this book that obviously looks like it's made out of human flesh. Like, oh, dude, and it has teeth and like, like how uh, sharp teeth that fucking cut him. Okay, I'm just gonna fucking come out and say it. This is a, this is a, and you tell me if I should cut this part or not. This is some shit white people do. Um, a Mexican kid, a Mexican family would be like, get that shit out of here. What's wrong with you? Like, well, like they, mean, they would throw rosaries on it from, from every direction and, like, leave it. Like, it's, no, no. A, it's a trope in Scary Movie, and that's from 1999. Yeah. Where, like, uh, they're making fun of, like, why people always say, uh, let's, let's split up. <laughs> but, like, dude, in this movie, like, what fucking idiot in the right mind would be like, oh, man, this book has, like, all this blood demons on it cuts me. This guy has, like, a warning from the church of, like, hey, don't do this. It was in a secured vault that was hidden, yeah. forgotten to time. Something should have told him to stop. I'm just saying. I don't know. Oh, yeah. No. A thousand percent someone should have told him, like, hey, maybe don't do that. Oh, man. But, um, but then when the mom uh, goes fully possessed, like, dude... It, wait, wait, so hold on, remind me. She dies first, right? Like, they're trying to get her out of the apartment. She dies. The elevators yeah. won't work. And, like, you get the most unsettling, like, the fly that walks on her eyeball when she's awake. It's like, ugh. Oh, and then another difference, a real key difference in this movie, as opposed to the 2013 remake that deals with the, the Necromanga, was that 
the girl was redeemed in that one. Oh yeah, because she died, and then her brother brought her back. He, yeah, he uh, like I guess like he yeah he buries her alive. She dies, and then he brings her back to life. Yeah. Hey, you're right. But, um, like I'm wondering if there was any redemption, like that she could have been brought back, but I don't think there was. It seems that this book was a lot more violent as opposed to uh, the Necromunga. I mean, maybe that's going to be something that comes up in the future. Like you compare the books, and each each one's a step up from the other. I well, I mean, one part that we have haven't really talked about was that very beginning where uh, they're at the the cabin. Oh. And the fucking chick. What did she tell her? She's like, uh, talk about brain dead, uh, brain dead idiots, and she fucking rips her hair and her scalp off of her. Head. Oh, she scalps her. Ah, fuck that. And then, like, the friend like runs outside to to the boyfriend's like, help me. The girl comes out. And it's like, dude, that that you know your girl. She is not okay. She grabs the the drone and starts slicing her face with it. Oh yeah, like I don't understand. May I wonder if that's a big thing for us human beings is like watching another human being self harm themselves in like such a grotesque manner, just like hits us in like a bad space. Maybe I mean it was pretty fucked up on what she did. Granted, I don't know. I feel like putting that fucking blade on your tongue mm-hmm. was a little bit more like oh <laughs> but like i wonder why though like for us human beings why is it that when you see someone self-harm because you can a- imagine it because oh, dude i guess there's something like less horrible because if someone else does it to you that's one thing but when you do it to yourself it's somehow so much worse i just yeah. i don't know but it's also uh, that you can't imagine it because you have everything that she has. So it's just like uh, you're just thinking in your head like, oh, fuck. Oh, oh thank you, man. Uh, it's like if you see someone like a broken leg, mm-hmm. like you kind of feel phantom pains because like you feel bad for them. And then you think of like, especially when they're telling you like how they broke it. You're just yeah. like, oh, that's true. Oh, it actually reminds me. I saw a video yesterday with Nikki. We were watching YouTube and you're watching get... two guys, one jar. No, thank you. Oh, dude, I don't know how the fuck that guy lived. Was it two guys, one jar? That was a guy in a jar. Oh, probably. I don't know. I don't know but, what two guys in a jar do. Uh, um, but no, I, uh, I just remember I saw the video and the guy jumped and he fucked up from the trampoline, and basically uh-huh. the back of his head touched the back of his like butt, like he bent uh-huh. backwards. And he's I scorpioned. just yeah, he scorpioned, and like he was on trampoline place. I just remember I had to stand up immediately because my lower back was like in pain from watching that. Just fuck that man! Like seeing other people go through that. You're right, that's some pain. Um, but okay, so but the mom gets possessed. And then she like wakes up and like throws up, I think. And then they like they get her into the tub, and the water starts boiling. Oh, and yeah. and she goes up and she just has this horrific scream that like hurts my ears in the goddamn theater. 
And it like cracks stuff, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's breaking shit. And dude, at that point, like, all right, that's not mom anymore. Let's go. All right, come on. I, I'm just saying, at some point, you should recognize that that's not your parent. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, that chick is gone. But the way the demon works is, like, by using the mom's voice. Like, That's she true. wants to keep mommy and daddy away from you. Oh, yeah, with the little girl. Open up now. Which, why the fuck are you opening that door? She's a, she's eight. She doesn't know any better. I don't give a shit. She's eight. I don't give a shit. Don't touch that door. You would trust your mom if she looked like that? No, but I would have put my mom down before like she went out there. She looked she evil. All fucked up. She looked fucking evil. Like on another fucking level. So no. I think the, the makeup for making them look evil was better in this one than the 2013 remake. I agree, but I think that's just because they had a new they had a look that they know they wanted to hit. Oh yeah, I mean there's the classic look of the eyes, especially. Like the eyes are where I mean the evil dead franchise is where it's known. What's it called? Um she had also like like the creepy smile, like they over over accentuated her lips to where like it was a unnaturally big. Oh yeah. What's it called? And even the, the poster for this too. Didn't she cut her mouth open? Uh, not her. The daughter did with the glass. Remember the daughter, dude? When the daughter started eating the glass. Oh yeah, I gotta get the bugs out of my tummy. You know what it's like to have something in your tummy. <laughs> like, oh fuck that. Okay. Even oh, though, man. even though I don't know if it if it knew at that point. Because remember at the part where like it claws into her stomach and she's like two souls. Wasn't that after that? Yeah, I mean maybe it's two D. Wait a second. No, I I think this demon can is able to split itself. I think you're right. I'm trying to remember what came first, but I think you might be right. Um, but real quick, I'm gonna share my screen with you real quick, uh, folks. We are. Oh my god, Zoom. that's your dick. Oh my god, Eddie. I did not want to see your dick. I hate you. Is it working? Can you see it? Yeah. That, that, that fucking smile is terrifying. Well, I mean, the I thought the trailer was really good, especially the part like where it shows like the keyhole. Oh, this. And she's talking nor yeah, and she's talking normal. Oh, dude. You know what? Props to what's her name? Alyssa Sutherland? Dude, props to her, man. Like, she plays like a terrifying villain. To be honest, man, like I've all those kids or even the adults, like, I don't really ever I can't think of anything I've seen them in. Uh she was in Vikings. Never Lil seen it. Uh Lily Sutherland, she's I think this is like her big break. Cause Probably. Because she, she's been in a bunch of small movies. Uh, Morgan Dives, he's a model, from what I can tell. Mm. Yeah, he was mostly a model, yeah. Um, so, and the two the two youngest siblings, Bridget and Cassie, 
don't even have anything. Actually, none of the other actors do, dude. These are a bunch of nobodies. So, yeah. you know what? Good for them. Like, hey, they got their break. You know, hopefully some people will recognize them. They can do, you know, bigger and better things from here. I thought the one that did really good. I mean, I think all of them did really good. But I thought the, the youngest one did the best. The one that played the, the, the little, little girl? girl. Yeah. Neil Fisher. Yeah, dude. She... God, what was her best line? It was when she said, you're going to be a really good mom someday. Really? Why? Because you're good at it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, she was really good. Uh, I thought. (laughs) Um, Let me see. From what I can tell, dude, this is only like her second acting job. She was in something called North Spur, and that's it. North Spur. North Spur. I think it's a Canadian thing, maybe. I don't know. Oh, Uh, it's a Canada thing. North Spur. She plays Thea in North Spur. That's it. But you know what? Again, man, good for her. Like, they all got a lot of decent exposure from this. It's pretty fucking good. Uh, it's a big name franchise. I mean, Evil Dead is definitely one of the forefathers of slasher horror films. Well, also, like, I think one of the great things about the uh, about the Evil Dead is the fact that, like, the first film launched a lot of those people into stardom. Like, Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell are obviously at the forefront, but, like, you know, like they don't use name actors; they use unknowns to try and like build them up. Well, I mean, yeah, because the Evil Dead started off as a as an indie film. Yeah, it was, I think, what self funded. Like they borrowed yeah. money from everyone they could. Yeah, it was an indie film, and it paid off. But a lot of movies start off as indie films. I mean, even Iron Man, the first Iron Man was an indie film. I feel like that's like pushing the boundaries of what indie film can be. But you, are you right? Yes. But like, mm, that's and like, all technically speaking, like no company was backing it. It was just all them. I know. No, I get you. It's just like, <coughs> can an indie film be a hundred, a hundred and twenty million dollars? Yes. If I you know. have enough funding. I know you get what I'm saying. But anyway, um, so the evil dead. Mom goes crazy. They kick her out, and then we get that great like peephole sequence where she slaughters like four different people. Mm. Um, I know they're trying to figure out like what to do, how to get out of there. Uh, the poor, poor Cassie tries to let her mom in. They save her. The mom finally gets in through the air ducts. Am I right? The mom, yeah, she gets in through the air duct. Yeah, she gets in through the air ducts. And then, like, starts attacking everyone. At one point, she stabs the sister in the hand with a piece of glass. And oh, then yeah. tattoos the face of her daughter. And that's how she infects her. Which I thought that was weird. I was like, wait, what? I mean, I guess. But that threw me off a bit. Yeah. Because, I mean, in all the other ones, it's always been, like, they, had, they, like, puked in their mouths. Or, like, they did something, like, to get themselves in them. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, if you think about it, she stabbed her sister in the hand. Why wasn't she, her sister infected like that? Yeah. Hmm. But uh, I think that's the only plot hole I can think of. Because then it starts to spread. And I thought what was going to happen was she was going to start cutting out her face. And she was going to, like, like accidentally kill herself. But, no, she ends up eating glass. And just yeah. like she swallows it, and you see it like breaking through her throat. It's just like she's just there, oh. fucking squatting on the counter, eating glass. Like oh. I gotta get the bugs out of my tummy. Fuck that! 
Um, I don't remember. How does the brother die? He gets stabbed, right? Uh, the brother. Yes, he gets stabbed. Right? Okay, yeah, he gets stabbed. Uh, multiple times or just once? I don't remember him. I think just once. Arms Beth. Uh, Danny lights her on fire. Uh, supposedly killing her. Ellie escapes in the hallway events, attacking Beth in the bedroom. Danny and Bridget create. Oh yeah, and they don't die. Oh and no, they, they keep in the 2013 back. remake. Like if they killed them, like if they shot him in the head, or like, or like did shit to him, like they died. Yeah. Uh, they. It was weird, man. The rules were different in this one. Again, it's a different book, I guess. They at least took the time to like, hey, different book, different rules. I'll give them that. Yeah. Uh, but no, you're right. Like, it's fucking all over the place. Um, what else happens? Stab them, they die. Oh, they and mutates. then they mutate into this weird six, like three headed, six limbed. And to be honest, I thought it could have been creepier. Me fucking too. I thought that that didn't look great. I was like, good concept. But I thought it could have been creepier. I completely agree. That's the one. That was one of the few things I was like, eh, that could have been better. Like, I think if, like, skulls and shit were involved. Yeah. I was like, probably could have gone, probably could have been creepier. Well, like, there's this whole dude, uh, Cronenberg. Like, his whole shtick is, uh, his whole gimmick is creepy body horror. Just call that guy. Hey, man, can you design a monster for us? Done. Let's get Cronenberg on that bitch. Um, I just think it's funny how like they incorporated the the fucking chainsaw in this one. How so? Just like that, there's always a way to incorporate it. Like they never really mention what that neighbor did for work, uh, but like he had a fucking chainsaw in his truck. Oh, and he had that wood splitter. So I mean, that kind of makes sense. And the fucking boomstick. Yeah. Why, why the fuck was that guy in Los Angeles? Um, what's it called? They use the shotgun. Oh, yeah. And then the bloody elevator. Like, fucking straight from The Shining. Oh, yeah. I remember I commented, like, man, Jack Torrance would blush from all this blood. The amount of blood that they used in this movie was insane. Um, but so... So after Danny gets fatally wounded, um, Danny and Bridget both fuse with their mother, Beth, to make this weird monster thing. Um, and they chase, who was it? They chase Beth and Cassie downstairs into the basement where they have like this weird final fight. Yeah. Um, they're just dodging them. This creature is just out to get them. And they tease the creature a lot, but when you finally see it, you're right. It's a bit of a letdown. Like eh. yeah, I was like, it could have been creepier. Mm. Um, what do you think of the final fight, though? I liked it. I mean, it's something that you come to expect from an Evil Dead movie. It's not something that's just like that's not how Evil Dead would be, or like that's not in the spirit of Evil Dead. Like it is in the spirit of Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Did you think the kids would survive? Like all three? Uh. I think I did. I mean, because you're just like, I mean, they're kids. Like, most of the time, you do think that they're going to survive. I was pretty shocked that, like, they killed them. Oh, yeah. I was like, because, I mean, the other ones, it's always been, like, 
or like adults, like early adults, like 20 year olds that yeah. get killed and turn into demons. But in this one, I was like, oh shit, like they actually turned the fucking kids into demons. Do you think there's any version of this where they could have killed Cassie and it would have been okay? Uh, yeah. Because, I mean, anything's all fair in horror movies. Hmm. I can't think of a horror movie that's ever killed a kid. It just depends if they show it on screen. Ah, oh, shit. I don't know if uh, dead kids can be in a rated or a film. Dude, they showed fucking, uh, what's her tits from, uh, The Exorcist. Linda Blair masturbating with a cross. Yeah, okay, but that was a different time. And I feel like that's fair to say, like... Jaws was rated PG because they didn't have a PG thirteen. It was either R or PG. I don't know, yeah. man. Even then, yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, so we have all this happen. Uh, Beth... she, and in that movie, she even put her mom's face down her snatch and was like, "Lick me." Doesn't oh, also uh, not so fun fact when she gets like thrown back into the wood chest thing. It, that was a real scream of pain because he, the director told the team, hey, man, pull her as hard as you fucking can. Like, Wait, slammer. what chest thing? So uh, there, during the fight scene when when Reagan's like yelling at her mom and bitch slaps her oh. and goes around, you remember the part where she gets like thrown into a wooden chest? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that scream was real because uh, the director told the stunt team that was going to pull her on the wire they were pulling her, but he didn't like how it looked. He was like, hey, man, pull her as hard as you can. They were like, dude, it's going to hurt her spine. That He's like, she doesn't pay you. I pay you. Do it. They're like, all right. Yeah. And yeah, no, dude, that director, he was known to have leave random guns, gun, not, not singular, plural, guns all around uh set. And he would randomly fire them and then yell, action. That way they were like all like scared. Like, see, and up. now those directors would be looked down upon. All they, he wanted to do was get an authentic reaction from his actors. Oh, um, there was another scene where he like slapped the shit. You know the 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 priest. It was like the power of Christ compels you. That that scene. Uh huh. Right before that scene, he slapped him as hard as he could, and then he had action. So how he's all like shaky and like all fucked up. That's why. And bear in mind, he never asked if he could. He was just like, hey, hey, John, come over here real quick and he asked you. So real this quick. Is... Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, John, look up. Why? Let's, real... <laughs> Let's do it real quick. All right. <laughs> Dude. So yeah, that's some fucked up shit going on. Oh, and even the he even endangered the little girl. The scene where like she's bouncing up and down on the bed. Again, that was supposed to be wires and the stunt team to help her, but uh, they he didn't look as realistic as he wanted. So he was like, "Hey man, pull her harder." They're like, "She's a child. Like it's gonna hurt her." It's like I don't. They, That's she the point. She doesn't pay your paychecks. I do. Fucking hell, man. Fine. So when she's screaming in pain in that part, when she's jumping up and down, it's because her back is hitting a steel pipe that's right here that's meant to brace her. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. So about the Evil Dead. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have all these bad facts about uh, The Exorcist. Um, I will say, like, well, I, what, what part are we on? The closing? Uh, yeah. She's about to kill her with the 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 
the fuck is it? The wood chipper, I guess. Oh yeah. Uh, Which yeah. I'm like, I mean, if there's any other way to kill the fucking demon, yeah, wood chipper's a way to go. Yeah. Um... But I don't know. For me, what I really liked about this movie is just like it's a throwback to just classic slasher monster horror movies. No, I agree. It's It feels old school and how depraved it is. Like, for me, I'm just not a huge fan of those psychological th- horrors that A24 always puts out. I'm not, I say A24, I know they're not the only ones that puts them out, mm-hmm. but it's because they're probably the most prim- uh, prominent one that does put them out. You know, I haven't, I think I know why, because I'm in the same boat as you as far as like, they don't really affect me. I'll watch them, but they don't really affect me. And I think I, I just know find why. them boring, to be honest. Well, because I think we, yeah, God, I'm going to knock on wood when I say this. We come from a different kind of family where we're so thick headed or thick skulled or like thick skinned uh-huh. that, that, that that shit doesn't bother us. Like, how do I say it? Like, uh, what was Mitsumar? Like, the, the girl was emotionally dependent. Yeah. And, and uh, her boyfriend. I thought that movie fucking blue. But, like, it, to people who are codependent or people who are in that position, it's relevant. For you and me, it's like. Yeah, I was just, like, just date someone else. Sucks. Just date someone else. You'll be fine. Like, just fucking find someone else that or you're going to even the other one, Hereditary. I thought that one fucking sucked too. Uh, that one was a little creepy. I'll give it that. It was Slightly. creepy. Slightly. But even then, like, the creepiness doesn't really hit until, like, the very end. Like, for the most part, the whole movie's just a slow, slow, slow build. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, I get it. Slow build. But eventually, you get to the point where it's just like, all right, dude, enough with the fucking slow shit. It's getting boring. Pop already. Fuck. Um, but no, dude, I, I think maybe that's why we don't enjoy it. Like I'm in your same boat. It's just that we're thicker skinned. Like, like I've tried to watch X mm -hmm. several times, but I just keep losing interest. It's not great. It's not like you have to see the artistic. I don't think of it as a horror movie, man. I think everyone says like, it's a really good horror movie. And I've tried to watch it several times. Yeah. And I'm just like, the only horror part in that movie is the guy watching his girlfriend fuck a dude in front of him. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> That's the only horror part for me. <laughs> um, What's it called? I'll say this, man. Okay. I don't think that... Th- I think it's bullshit to say that they're horror movies. I think they're like mental thrillers with like yeah. a dash of horror on them. If that makes like, sense. There's a new one that's coming out. It came out as a trailer uh, before Evil Dead Rise. I think mm-hmm. it's like uh, Take Me Home or something. Let me see. It's A24. I know that for damn sure. A24 Take Me Like they're doing like this thing. It's kind. It kind of reminds me of Bloody Mary. Uh, Like they're like they shake the hand and apparently like it's supposed to give like give you access to like the other side. Let me see. I'm looking for post. 
you hurt my feelings uh past lives earth mama talk see. to me talk it's to coming me? out soon oh talk to me yeah yeah, yeah. yes uh, talk to me there it is yeah okay uh yeah dude i don't I, I i'm indifferent to this one yeah like i saw the trailer and i'm just like it looks creepy and they have a really good job at making the trailers look creepy but then you want and you're just like and then you're just like it's not creepy it's a slow fucking burn the thing is is again though it, it, i'm fine with there being slow burns i am fine with it but at some point you gotta you know move Shit forward. Get off the pot yeah exactly yeah pretty much uh like, yeah like the whole time i'm just like fuck. like i really do like these throwbacks like boogeyman i think looks pretty decent like because i do like just that aspect of like i'm there to scare you the, the one that i thought was going to be scary but it wasn't was empty man i don't know about if you've seen it no i i saw it but it wasn't it wasn't good it was just this weird fucking movie where i was just like this is nothing what the trailer looked like. What's called, you know, man, I really don't consider A24 like an indie, an indie. No, uh, they're, they're out of the indie realm. They are a huge company now. Like, fuck out of here. They're the biggest indie company I've ever heard of. Like, the fact that they can produce, let's say, in the year 2020, no, 2021, they produced one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 9 10 11 movies in one year. Ah, but they're an indie they're an indie company, dude. Come on. Uh suck my dick they're an indie company. 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 now, 10 11, they 12. they've lost like being an indie company. They're they're a fucking company now. 20 movies in 2022, 20 films. Like they might not make popcorn movies or what we think are popcorn movies, but they they still, in a sense, do because you know what you're getting into when you're seeing an A24 movie. Well, not only that, man, the fact that they also like did what everything ever all at once that once swept the Oscars. I I think you're done. Like you're not an indie promotion film anymore. Yeah. So indie, okay, you know what? In indie indie films, just mean an independently owned. So there's just like. There's a private company that owns it. They're not publicly traded like MGM or Warner Brothers. Okay, fine. They can be independent, but they're not small. They're they're the biggest small-time fish that there is right now. Yeah. Like, they've become their own genre. Yeah. I, I mean, dude, when you release 20 films in a single fucking year, I'm sorry. Like, you're not small anymore. Yeah, they've become their own genre. Like, people... Will, I mean, people use the term an A24 movie to describe indie films now. Which, yeah, feels like bullshit to me. But, yeah, like, I, the reason I like this movie, I like Scream 6, is that it's a throwback to just what horrors were meant to be. It's a just, throwback to good horror. Just, like, I'm... It's just there to scare you for... An hour and a half, two hours. Like, as opposed to, like, I want you to be fucked up in your head when you watch this. 
I want you to feel all of this on the inside when it happens. Like, yeah, like this movie was just a fun movie to watch. It was. How do I say this? It was the best horror film, like demon movie, I think I've seen since the second Conjuring, actually. I mean, like, it's also. And, like, and that's because I'm over it. Like, exorcism movies, I'm just like, fuck off. Like, exorcism movies right now can just piss off for all I care. Like, uh, Russell Crowe's new movie, The the Pope's Exorcist. Yeah. I'm just like, dude, I'm tired of exorcism movies. I'm not tired of good exorcism movies, but they're far, so far and few in between because we've seen it all already. Yeah. And every time I see exorcism movies, because, I, I mean, as a kid, it gave you that irrational fear. Like, like, what if I get possessed by the devil? And then I heard a joke by a comedian, Dan Soder, where he's like, I thought it was possessed by the devil. And, like, he went to church camp. Like, they had this whole ordeal. And then he went home. And when he's driving back home, he tells his mom, Mom, I think I'm possessed by the devil. And his mom is just, like, so tired and just looks at him and is like, why would the devil want to possess you? <laughs> Damn. And he's like, thanks, Trish. Uh, you <laughs> closed one door, opened up a new door of problems. But thanks. <laughs> And that just puts everything into perspective. Like, why the fuck would the devil want to possess you? <laughs> you offer nothing. <laughs> yeah, that come on, man. That's funny. That's kind of funny. It's true, and it <laughs> fucking makes you lose that irrational fear. <laughs> um, what's it called, man? We need some some better horror films, like not indie horror films. You know, I'm surprised that. No one has tried to bring back um, Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street since those uh, pretty failed reboots that they made in 09 and what, 2010? So, uh, dude, I can tell you why. Both of them. Do you want to know? I'm pretty sure it's because of, uh, like, rights issues. Jason Voorhees, that one was a rights issue, but apparently it's been resolved. That's why the game was available again, like back on stream, back on. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure the fucking uh, servers are still kaput. Uh, you might be right, uh, but the game's now available to purchase again. So that's been the Friday the 13th stuff has been uh, settled. They're actually going to have a TV show coming out, I think, next year on Peacock, maybe. I feel like that would only. Yeah, I feel like that would only work as a streaming show because you need blood and oh. gore. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. it's going to be it's going to be gore. Uh, let's see. What is it? Yeah. Camp Crystal Lake uh, future television. So it's a prequel series called Crystal Lake. It's going to be on Peacock. It took place during the 1980s. And it should be coming out sometime next year. And then there's a reboot that they're considering right now. Hmm. Uh, but they might give it the Halloween treatment. Where it's like a sequel only to like the original movie. Which doesn't make sense. Because Jason didn't come until the second film. And he didn't yeah. get the hockey mask until the third film. So... Don't know how that's gonna work, but okay. I mean, you could still introduce Jason as a fresh character. I mean, we know what happened in the first movie. The mom was the killer, and Jason pops up at the end. You just go from there. Yeah. I mean, 
Hopefully, it, hopefully it looks good. The thing is, the 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 reboot of Friday Thirteenth actually didn't do bad in the box office. That's just right when the rights issues started having problems. Uh, goddamn shame because that game was probably one of the, it was probably one of the best indie games that we had played. Dude, I remember we played on premiere night and like the servers were shit, but it was fun. But like, yeah, when you finally loaded it, Xbox was that they had that club thing where you could go and look for matches physically. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that game was really fun. I still have it on my Xbox, actually. Oh, yeah, same. Um, and Halloween, I mean, the new one was a kind of a, a success despite the last movie. Oh no! It was, financially speaking, it was a huge fucking success. Yeah, that last movie was just Ugh. bad choices. Bad, bad, bad choices. You know, I'll be honest with you. I've gone back to rewatch it, and I have a. I would have done it differently, but I have a new appreciation for it. Really? Yeah. I'm like, okay, I get what they're going for. I disagree, but the whole idea of like Michael Myers is a curse. Like, I get what they were going for. Eh. I was just like, how are you gonna let Michael Myers get punked by some kid? I see, okay, like little things like that I didn't like. Or like what if it was never Michael? What if it was always the kid, Michael was dead the whole time, and the kid took on the the persona of Michael. Also, we didn't see his face, and that bugged the shit out of me. I wanted to see Michael's face. I thought it did show it. It showed like a brief glimpse from like the side, but we never saw like his full face. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess. For me, yeah, I was just like that last movie. I was just like was kind of a letdown. But I mean, the ones I've been doing it good. I mean, have been Scream and uh, well, I mean, Evil Dead. I mean, the 2013 remake was really good, and this one was really good. Oh shit! Hey man, I didn't know this. They're making an Exorcist reboot. And it's coming out this year in October, October 13th. Another reboot? I mean, it's coming from the same team that did the Friday the 13th franchise, so hopefully it's good. I don't know. Kind of over exorcisms. Dude, please be good, man. Please be good. Oh, shit. Uh... Oh, wait, it's not a reboot. It's a sequel. To the original? Yeah. It, they're going to bring actually bring back the mom from the original, actually. What is she, like 100? Uh, she's going to be like in her 80s. She's just going to have like a minor role like, hey, my daughter went through the same thing. I recommend you oh, go through the church. Reagan. Reagan, not again, Reagan. Oh, man. This movie better be good. This movie better kick ass. Or me and my sister watching it, I was just like, I was like, man, this movie is so 70s. Why? It was just funny. Like, the part, like, where the, the son goes to visit his Greek uh, mom, and she's like, oh, Demi. Demi, why you do this to me, Demi? She sounds more Italian than anything. Oh, Jesus. Let me see. But granted, they're both in the Mediterranean, so could be a thing. What's it called? That, her voice always threw me off. And then Scary Movie just kind of made that whole fucking movie hilarious. And it made it worse because it was James Woods. Like when he walks into the fucking room, he's like, oh, fuck this. (laughs) 
see <laughs> Get back in there, it's your job. Oh, you man. see what she did with her head? <laughs> your mother's in here with this, Harris. You want to say hello? Yes. Mom, can you get out of here? You're no fun. I'm working. <laughs> Bye, uh, Mrs. Harris. They did that. Oh, hey, you want to meet our new Reagan? Oh, who is it? Uh, well, it's not Reagan, but it's uh, the girl who's going to get possessed. It's oh. this girl. I'm just going to say, why am I not surprised? That's all I'm going to say. Why am I not surprised? To be fair, she's not playing Reagan. She's playing the new girl that's being possessed. I know. I know. <clears throat> I just hope it's good. At least but, they uh, break the stereotype. That's yeah, that's fair. That it's only white people that get possessed. Because that was always that was always the trope in scary movie. <laughs> uh, wait, Mexicans have never been possessed in a, in a possession film. Uh, no, uh, the no, no, the the paranormal activity. Remember? Oh yeah, the marked ones. Granted, I remember we saw that with Steve in theaters. I don't know yeah. if you were there. No, I did. I saw it with y'all. I remember. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" When they got blasted with a shotgun. Really they had proud. them all on sale on Vudu. All eight movies for ten bucks. Fuck. Okay. Did you buy them? Yeah. Damn. Okay. That... Only ones I haven't seen are the Ghost Dimension and the new one that was like a straight to Paramount Plus. Oh, a, like, it was Mexican. actually. Yeah, that one's actually pretty okay. Not bad. I, saw I might it. give that one a shot today. Not really doing anything. Paranormal activity. Next, yeah, no, I've seen that one. It was pretty. It's not bad. It's it's completely separate from the original. Like like it's a completely different demon, different problems. It's just it does the same like found footage format. But yeah. no, it's actually pretty good. I liked it. I mean, in all honesty, like. I shit on A24 movies, but even then, like, I'm not a huge fan of the original Evil Dead. Like, it gives me nostalgia, but it wasn't, like, a movie that I was like, oh, it's the best horror movie ever. Yeah. No, like, I... I do... I think the remakes built upon it and did it better. Which, what they're supposed to do. What's it called... Um, I'm looking at this right here. We're set to have more horror movies in this year than in any other year. Nice. Oh, let's see how many of them are they making another scream. Uh, yeah, but it ain't coming out this year. It's probably coming out next year, or maybe. I hope that that. this one ends it for good. The whole franchise. Yeah, because I mean, these last two scream movies are really good. I think it's just good to end on a solid note. Let me see here. I think it's going to depend on Jenna Ortega's uh, schedule if if and when they're going to start doing it. Uh, yeah. Oh, dude, it makes serious money. Now, honestly, man, though, what I think is going to happen is this. They can't stop the Scream franchise because it's supposed to be a commentary on the current state of horror films. I think they'll still make them in like 10, 20 years. I think it's just going to be a different cast. But I think I think for right now, for the state of horror movie, I think it's told its story. Let me see. You're not wrong, but I'm looking at this. They for sure want to do a seventh film. 
They just need to line up everyone's schedules because everyone's getting bigger and busier. And they want to see Nev Campbell return in the seventh and final film. Well, seventh film and well, they use the word final, so we'll see what happens. I think they should kill her off. Uh, you know, I wish they'd kill Courtney Cox in Scream 6. Kill Courtney Cox, that way, Scream 7, you kill off Nev Campbell and you call it a day. Well, they didn't fucking kill anybody in the last Scream movie. They fucking lied. They're a bunch of... They were scared to shoot to kill anyone. They were like, all bets are off when they are explaining the rules. And then none of the main ones died. None yeah, of the nobody four. died. Even the fucking black dude that everyone was like, he's definitely dead. The the boyfriend that they stabbed like six times? Yeah. Yeah, even and I Everyone thought... was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's dead. Yeah, even I thought that. Pussies. But no, lived. Somehow. <sighs> I can't believe it. All right, let's wrap oh. this up. Yeah, I agree. What do you rate this movie? Uh, a. It's a, it's really fucking good. It was really fucking good to me. Um, might be the best horror film of the year. It's definitely giving Scream a good fight. Mm. Uh, oh. what about what about you? What did what, what did you rate this film? Uh, a. I liked it. Uh, definitely, I like just how unhinged it is. Because I mean, it's just like. It's very unhinged. It's very just like, you know, like, if you compare it to the 2013 remake, this one does. It doesn't have as much like, like, oh, like fucked up factors in there, like the 2013 remake, but it's still like really good. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um yeah, folks, what did y'all think of this film? You can, if you're listening to this on YouTube, comment down below. Be sure to follow us. We always release a podcast every week, sometimes two episodes. We'll see. Maybe I'll review the 2013 uh, Evil Dead, even though I kind of already reviewed it in this one, but but we'll see. Yeah, you can. Do a video review. Do a, do a Wednesday Rewind. I'll post it. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. All right, folks. Um, Bernie, any other plugs you got? Um, not really, but let me do the outro. Let's do this. All Thank right. you for listening to our review of Evil Dead Rise. Please catch us anywhere you listen to your podcast: YouTube, Google, Apple, anywhere you get your podcast needs. We are there. We try to post every once in a while, mostly every Saturdays. Uh, but yeah, this was your review of Evil Dead Rise. I'm Fernando. I've been Eddie. And let's cut it.